0: Hi, Clutter Fairy fans. Welcome to a bonus edition of the Clutter Fairy Weekly for August 3rd, 2021. I'm your co-host, Ed Gumnick, and I'm speaking with Gail Goddard, certified professional organizer and owner of the Clutter Fairy in Houston, Texas.
1: Hi, everybody. The Clutter Fairy Weekly is a webcast and podcast where we dig deep into the clutter that stands between people and the lives they want to be living. We aim to make sense of where so much stuff comes from in the first place, and we offer strategies to slow down the accumulation, reduce the collection, and comfortably manage the stuff we choose to keep. We rely heavily on the questions and topic suggestions we get from you, our viewers and listeners. We're not producing a live webcast this week because when this video goes online, Ed will be away relaxing on the beach, probably getting too much sun and fun, and not nearly enough sleep but we're big believers in the power of habits and the effectiveness of a steady incremental approach to organizing. So we're offering this special episode to help keep your decluttering energy and momentum going strong during our week off.
0: A concept we frequently return to in our conversations about clutter is the notion of creating a supportive environment. This idea means removing as many barriers as possible and setting up the physical conditions for the success of your project or goal. Examples of elements of a supportive environment for decluttering might include a comfortable place to sit, relaxing music, decent air conditioning, a willing helper, and so on. Another example is having access to the right set of tools and supplies at hand so that you're ready to face the challenges the clutter throws in your way.
1: That's right. When you made a date with yourself to organize, you don't want to get stopped right out of the gate by not being able to find something critical that you need to get the work done. Anyone who cleans their own house has a little bin or a bucket with a handle where they can store the usual products and supplies that they use to clean. They store it somewhere out of sight and then grab it when it's time to start the housework. A cleaning supply bucket or bin keeps whatever you need right there ready to go as you tackle your cleaning projects. Do you realize that you can create the same kind of kit for your organizing projects too? You can pull together some basics that are useful to any decluttering project, put them in a bin or a box, store them when they're not in use, and pull them out anytime you're going to tackle an organizing task. Whether you're working a long-term decluttering project over many months or you're just doing your regular maintenance task, an organizing toolkit can support your work and help you get things done. I'm sure you're already asking, but Gail, what should be in that toolkit? Well, I'm gonna tell you. This isn't intended to be a kit to cover all possibilities of organizing. Instead, it's a collection of things that would help you with any basic organizing task. You wanna start off with a container. A box with a lid or a bucket with a handle would work. And remember, you wanna carry it from room to room. So don't aim for a huge big old box something manageable and easy to carry when the stuff is in it, that's what you really want. Then let's fill it up. You're gonna have a collection of small reusable tools and then some supplies. So let's make a list of the reusable tools first. Those tools include Every organizer's dream is a label maker. If you don't have a label maker, um, you can buy inexpensive ones for less than $25. Of course, you can spend more money and get fancier ones, but the basic model will do if you don't want to spend a whole bunch of money. It's worth having a label maker.
0: Do you remember the Dymo tape? label makers with the thick plastic stuff and you had to turn oh yeah and you would you clink, to turn a turn clank 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 yeah <laughs> would Oh would take my forever
1: gosh. right yeah yes but this is much more digital now and you don't have to work that hard for it so um they make all kinds and there's brother p-touch brand and there's uh, made my brother and there's dymo products as well and so you can just find one that works for you that's in your cost point and i'm sure it'll be just fine so that's tool number one. The second tool is a good pair of scissors. You're always going to have to be cutting something or opening something or whatever, and so you need a pair of scissors and a box cutter because you're also going to be needing to either open a box that you've had stashed somewhere as you start to declutter, or you're going to be um, opening packages that never got packed unpacked, or you're going to be breaking down boxes that you find that are empty. And so the box cutter will just make that you know better on your manicure not as much pain it will be easier to use a box cutter
0: or breaking down boxes that you've completely emptied
1: exactly like when you get to the end of the bottom of the box right yay um the next one is a tape measure and i say that because there'll be all kinds of time where you'll be standing there going i wonder if that bookcase will fit on that wall And the only way you can tell is either to move it in place and see if it works or to get out the tape measure first. And I would say, you know, get out the tape measure first because then you won't do all that maneuvering and physical work and then have it not fit in the slot that you're imagining. So especially if you don't have a good sense of spatial relation, uh, measure first, then start moving furniture (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So a tape measure ready to hand is a great thing to have. The next one on my list is a flathead and a Phillips screwdriver. Cause there's a million times when you're having to, Oh, I need to undo that one screw. Oh, I need to undo the screw on the back, of th- this picture. Oh, I need to put a screw into the wall. Oh, I need to take that whatever. So there's all these re- part of piece of a furniture. Maybe you have to put a screw back in a piece of furniture. So having a couple of little tools, easy screwdrivers at hand, that'll be really helpful. Ed put the smartphone on the list, which I think is brilliant you got to have the phone to take pictures make notes you'll be sitting there and you'll find something you go oh i want to i need to show this picture to my sister and then you can take a picture and send it right there while you're thinking about it and ask her do you want this do you not want this and she can write back and go forget it get rid of it and then you can safely let it go and not have your project be interrupted (laughs) um so those are the that's the short list of the reusable tools and then outside of your carrying container, you're probably gonna need some sorting boxes as well. So whether those are moving boxes or other kinds of shipping containers, or whether you have plastic boxes, plastic storage bins that you're gonna use um, for most sorting projects, for most organizing projects, you're gonna need some sorting boxes. And so that can just be part of the process as well. We're gonna move on to the supplies. And these are the things that you use and use up and have to replenish as opposed to the tools. So the first one is you're going to need label maker cartridges to go into that label maker you just bought. And you're going to need them in a few sizes and colors because they, they make them in a few different widths. And so your particular machine will have a, a width limit. So not all machines take all sizes, depending on how fancy your machine is, but it'll at least take one or two probably. And then they sell them with you know, it's a white tape with black ink or it's a white tape with blue ink or it's a black tape with white ink. So there's some options about what kind of label coloring and ink color you get out. So you wanna buy those, the ones that make you happy and then have, uh, have them in reserve because you, if you get on a JAG and make it a whole bunch of labels, you're gonna run out in the middle of your job. So you might as well throw down the money to get the labels and have them be in the bin. The next thing is uh, garbage bags you're going to need to uh, throw out some trash, and so you might as well have some garbage bags in your organizing toolkit ready to jerk out when you start throwing trash away. You're also going to need some grocery bags or some shopping bags or reusable handle bags, so that you can put donations in small bags that are easy to carry. And those handle bags that you get from when you go to the store, those are great paper bags that you can throw donations in and take them to the recycle place, I mean, to the donation place and just hand the whole thing over to them. Um, The reusable bags are really useful as you are in any particular room and you find things that you know need to be in another room. You can just fill up a reusable bag with things that have to go to some other room and then you can carry that bag off and walk around the house and redistribute the objects when you are ready to stop. And so having a collection of grocery bags, shopping bags, and reusable bags will help you manage donations and take things to other rooms. Next on the list is Ziploc bags in a variety of sizes, but you probably don't want an entire box of every size because that'll really fill up your bucket quickly. So instead, I would grab, you know, a fingerful, a, finger a pinchful of all the sizes you want and stick them all in one gallon Ziploc and then throw that into your kit that way they're great for sorting and they're useful for making sorting things like to like and then storing that way and they can be thrown into a drawer and stay together and float around so it's an easy uh, sorting and storage tool in the moment while you're doing your work if you find later that you want to do something more sophisticated to store then you can come back with another product later but ziplocs are good temporary solution and can also be a good permanent solution good to have them in your bucket you're also going to need a little notepad some post-it notes a pen a pencil markers these are all things that are going to help you with label making or with quick marking if you have to quick mark a box or you want to stick a post-it on one of your Uh, sorting boxes and say this is financial paperwork and this is stuff that is needs to be shredded and whatever you're going to end up throwing post-its on as temporary labels while you work and so having them in the box will be helpful i put sharpies on that list separately because of course that is a permanent marker and so when you're working with a sharpie um, it's going to be whatever you write is going to be difficult to get off so it's good for label making it's good for file folders it's good for quick marking on boxes um, and just know that it's a permanent solution as opposed to some of the other things you might put in your bucket. Packing tape is next. You're going to need packing tape if you have to build boxes. So if you are putting together a, a file box or you're putting together a moving box that you're going to put things into store, you're going to need packing tape to build that box. You're also going to need scotch tape or, and removable tape like painter's tape for the temporary signs, for attaching labels. And there's occasions as you do things where you're gonna go, I need a scotch tape to fix the tear in this piece of paper, or I need to tape this down onto the wall or whatever. And so you can do some sort of minor repairs and temporary signs and labels with, in, with scotch tape and painter's tape.
0: Scotch tape is also good for um, if you have a piece of paper that has torn out of a ring binder you can create a quick reinforcement and just
1: oh yeah yeah. fresh hole when it's trying to fall out yeah Yeah, exactly that's a good one okay next up is velcro cable ties so you can usually buy those at an office supply store or also at a computer store they're uh, basically velcro strips that are designed to wrap around cables and attach and be easily you know undone and put back together again so having a you can buy a box of 100 and they're all strapped together and you can just peel them off one at a time and they're great for uh, strapping up loose cables that you find and because throwing a loose cable into a box and having it just be like spaghetti just means that it's a mess every time you put your hand in there you're messing around with, you're digging through cables to try to get something so better to stop fold up the cable and corral it with a cable tie and then it's much easier to manage the cable
0: and there's an immutable law of the universe that if you put two, as many as two cables in any container without tying them up, they will get tangled up in a matter of minutes.
1: <laughs> they will become a knotted mess, right? <laughs> so you can use them for the free-floating cables, and you can also use them to corral the cables that are coming out of... Your electronics and plugged into the wall, and they're all on the floor under the desk, or they're all under the floor by the TV, or all of those bundles of cables that somebody went and plugged in all the cables and then left them all in a pile of spaghetti on the floor. You can get those Velcro ties out and corral them up so that they look better and are not a snarled mess and they don't bother you as much. So, Velcro cable ties are a great thing to have in here.
0: They're a tongue twister, though.
1: I know, right? Velcro cable ties. Then you also want um, some empty boxes, baskets, or bins as a temporary holding space for sorted contents. Or maybe you want to insert some thin shallow bins inside a drawer or on a flat surface, like a shelf or a table where you want a container to sit things in to help them look purposeful, like they're all, all the supplies are corralled together in a little bin on your desk instead of strewn all over the desk right or inside a junk drawer where you have a whole bunch of little segmented containers so that you don't have to have all that stuff sort of flowing back and forth like the tide in your junk drawer (laughs) so a few random uh, small baskets bins boxes to help you sort and corral things in various places in your project and it can be a temporary parking space it can be a permanent one depending on what you use it for Um, you'll probably want some sheets of paper and you can use those to label the temporary boxes or the sorting boxes if you want a big sign get out the sharpie and a big piece of paper and go financial paperwork stick shred stick so it'll be easy and quick for you to make a label um, for something that isn't going to stick forever you want a small quantity of file folders because no matter what room you're gonna go into, you're going to find some paperwork because paperwork migrates in the night when we're sleeping and it translates, it it blends and it draws babies and it sends them out into the other rooms to find new homes. So wherever you work, you're gonna find some paper. Every box that you think is labeled books, you're gonna go and find books and you're gonna find three pieces of paper. So you're gonna want some file folders so that you can pull them out Capture the paper, decide, okay, these need to be shredded, but this is one I need to keep. And then, of course, you'll be like one of my clients who I found their social security card in the big, you know, trash bag of paperwork that was essentially all trash except the social security card. So you want to have some place to put those things after you find them so you can label it and translate, you know, move those off to where they're going to go live in future. Um, The file folders keep you from losing them. You also want an all-purpose cleaner and some paper towels or microfiber cloths because as you pull things out, you're gonna get blasted with the clouds of dust. And so you can sort of do a light cleaning as you do, as you go, and you probably want to dust things off and dust the shelf off or the table off or the surface off or whatever before you start putting things back. So uh, we're not talking about heavy duty cleaning here, but we are talking about, okay, You've cleared a surface, so let's wipe it down and get a layer of dust off before we start putting all the things back on top of it. And the last thing I'm gonna put on this list is a small bottle of Goo Gone because there's always random things that have sticker residue on them that are causing problems because stuff it other pieces of paper are sticking to the residue or it makes the thing with the residue on it stick to other, it sticks to the desk, sticks in the drawer. There's always some little sticky something that you can't just wipe off with your finger. And having that Goo Gone there will solve a myriad of irritating problems without you having to get up. So you can buy a little bitty sizes of them. You don't have to buy a, you know, a 40 ounce bottle of Goo Gone. You can buy a much smaller container of it and just have that be in your toolkit so that it'll solve those emergency sticky problems you can also be nice to yourself by using some smaller containers inside your toolkit to hold the small items on the list and that will help your toolkit stay organized as well so you might introduce a couple of ziploc bags with all the tape in it or all of the paper or all the pins there uh, you might need a bucket to hold the cartridges the label cartridges that are going to the machine or put those in a ziploc so just consider that you have a box And you have a whole bunch of little bits. I've made a long list. And maybe you want to subdivide that box a little bit with some other containers. Just something to consider. If you don't mind a big jumble, you can throw it all in the one bin and not worry about it. But I think it'll be helpful.
0: Okay, wonderful. We will be back next week with a live webcast Tuesday, August 10th at noon US Central Time to talk about the critical areas of your home where clutter seems to be drawn like a magnet. We'll explain why problematic spaces collect so much clutter and we'll suggest strategies for troubleshooting these special organizing issues. Please join us next week for Trap Doors and Rabbit Holes, special issues of clutter prone spaces. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'd love for you to join us live. To get notifications about upcoming events, we invite you to join the meetup group by visiting cfhou.com slash meetup. You can also follow us on Facebook by visiting cfhou.com slash Facebook or subscribe to our mailing list by visiting cfhou.com slash subscribe. We love to hear from you, so please send us your comments, questions, and topic suggestions in the YouTube comments, on Facebook, or anywhere that you find us, and you can always reach us through our website at clutterfairyhouston.com.
1: Thanks for listening to our special edition today. We will be back live and Hopefully, Ed will not be burnt to a crisp when he shows up. Right. And we will see you then.
0: <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye.